Hello, Knox friends, near and far, new and old, and all of you who are joining us for worship today. My name is Jana Reister. I'm one of the pastors at Knox Presbyterian Church in Cincinnati, Ohio, and this is the sermon for Sunday, August 30, 2020. The title for today's sermon is Never Be Thirsty. I knew a pastor once who signed every email with this charge as a hope for the one he was writing to. It's a direct reference to our scripture passage from John's Gospel for today. It's the story of an encounter at a well in ancient Palestine between a Samaritan woman and the roving Jewish rabbi Jesus. Jesus is en route from Judea to Galilee. And in the story, we find him in Samaria, taking a break from his journey, resting near a well. A woman arrives to draw water. At some point in their dialogue, each of them utters the words, never be thirsty. We're going to take a deeper dive into the well, into this story of water and thirst. And we'll do this through contemplation, which spiritual director and author Maureen Conroy defines as noticing, absorbing, and savoring God's self-communication. The contemplative practice we'll use is called imaginative prayer, where we set aside our tendency to analyze and instead try to feel what it's like to actually be in the story. The method of praying the scriptures uh, using the imagination was given to us by Ignatius Loyola, a 16th century Spanish Christian mystic. He was led by the Spirit of God to enter into the stories of Jesus in a deep way, with all of his senses, imagining what he saw, heard, smelled, tasted, and felt, both physically and emotionally. As part of the contemplation, Ignatius also would imagine sitting with Jesus, face to face, having a conversation as two friends. Ignatius learned that God's gift to us of our imaginations can serve as a powerful vehicle through which we can encounter the Holy Trinity, God our Creator, Christ Jesus, and the Holy Spirit, so that we might grow in faith, hope, and love. Maureen Conroy writes, through a contemplative atmosphere, the living water of God's presence can seep into our minds and hearts and spirits so that, as Jesus promises, we might never be thirsty. Before we begin, a word for those who may already feel uncomfortable. Perhaps this is all new to you and you're a bit apprehensive. You are not alone. There is never a right or wrong way to engage in any kind of prayer. So come just as you are. And for some others of us, we're not exactly sure perhaps who Jesus really is for us or for the world. And we may, may feel anxiety about drawing closer to him in the story. You too are not alone. God understands you. God understands your life circumstances, your feelings, especially any fear you may have. Especially during these most challenging days of our lives in this world. Whatever we believe or struggle to believe about Jesus, 
The Gospels assure us that he came to point us to God. And this God loves you without end. This God goes with you as we dive into the story together. And this God desires to meet you there. I will guide us through this exercise, offering questions and silent spaces to pause and reflect and to allow the Holy Spirit to guide you deeper. And because we have the gift of technology and we can actually use a pause button, I do invite you to press pause on your device at any time to take more time to contemplate if you wish. And you may want to use this imaginative prayer exercise again during the coming days, your weeks. Hang on to it and uh, go deeper still. And one more thing before we begin. If you're like me, sometimes in guided prayer we get sleepy and may doze off. That is okay. It may mean you are simply tired. Just return to this again when you're ready. I invite you to prepare for this journey together. First, by putting down anything in your hands, taking anything off your lap, and to sit upright if you are able, not rigid. And you may wish to remove your shoes so you can feel the ground beneath your feet. I'll begin with a prayer, and then I'll read the story from John chapter four, beginning at verse five. I'll follow that with our guided prayer. During this guided meditation, there will be images on your screen with some soft music, or you may wish to close your eyes. It's your choice. Now I invite you to exhale all the air from your lungs and take a deep breath in and breathe it out and let us pray. Loving God who created us with imaginations, we offer this time to you and pray that the Holy Spirit will be present to guide and protect us and to help draw us closer to you, to our brother Jesus, to the living Christ. Amen. And continue to breathe easily and fully as you hear the story from the gospel. Imagine putting yourself in the shoes of the Samaritan woman. You may wish to come to the well as your age, as your gender, with your life circumstances. However you come, as I read, pay attention to what you hear, see, smell, taste, and feel. So he came to a Samaritan city called Sychar, near the plot of ground that Jacob had given to his son Joseph. Jacob's well was there, and Jesus, tired out by his journey, was sitting by the well. It was about noon. A Samaritan woman came to draw water, and Jesus said to her, Give me a drink. His disciples had gone to the city to buy food. The Samaritan woman said to him, How is it that you, a Jew, Ask a drink of me, a woman of Samaria. Jews do not share things in common with Samaritans. Jesus answered her, If you knew the gift of God and who it is that is saying to you, Give me a drink, you would have asked him, 
and he would have given you living water. The woman said to him, sir, you have no bucket and the well is deep. Where do you get that living water? Are you greater than our ancestor Jacob who gave us the well and with his sons and his flocks drank from it? Jesus said to her, everyone who drinks of this water will be thirsty again. But those who drink of the water that I will give them will never be thirsty. The water that I will give will become in them a spring of water gushing up to eternal life. The woman said to him, sir, give me this water so that I may never be thirsty or have to keep coming here to draw water. Continue breathing easily, steadily. Imagine yourself in Sychar, preparing to leave your house with a bucket. You stand in the doorway. It's the middle of the day, the air is still and hot. You look around, everything is shimmering in the heat. You can smell the sun-baked earth. You may be leaving a house full of people. It's loud, it feels crowded at times, even chaotic and stressful. Or you may be leaving an empty house because you live there alone. It's lonely sometimes. You need water, but you also hope to encounter someone, even a stranger, who can offer some brief company. And maybe your house is in a neighborhood with lots of houses close by. Everyone knows everyone's business. To make this journey to the remote well is a relief from feeling too seen, too scrutinized. Whatever your home situation, as you stand there in the doorway looking out, what do you feel? as you begin walking out toward the open land. You walk across the dusty ground under the burning sun. It's quiet, except for the sound of flies buzzing around. You finally reach the well the cool of the shade of the tree by the well hits your skin. The earth around the well is still damp from the crowd that came for water that morning. There are a few weeds and some bright green moss growing around the base of the well. You put your bucket on the ground and take a seat on the cool stones of the well to rest a bit. The cool air fills your nostrils. You feel yourself relax. You sit there a while and rest in this peaceful, shady, cool place in the heat of the day.
after you've rested, you take up your bucket to draw water. And you're startled by a voice saying, will you give me a drink? You turn around and see a stranger sitting on the ground in the shade of the tree. You look at him and finally realize it's Jesus, the rabbi who's been roaming around the countryside, healing, baptizing, transforming lives, usually with a crowd following after him. Some say he may be the Messiah, the saving one of God. Continue to look at Jesus. What does it feel like to be with him so close? Again, Jesus asks, will you give me a drink? What is your reaction to this man sent by God asking you for a drink? In your own words, tell Jesus. Maybe you think his question is absurd. You tell him, you are Jesus, and I am just a broken human. Why ask me for a drink? Can you think of a situation in your life where Jesus or God is asking you to serve? And to you, it seems crazy. You don't feel capable. You're sure God is making a mistake. Maybe you're afraid and wish God would choose somebody else. Talk to Jesus about this. Share with him what's on your heart. Jesus listens to you, and then he gets up and walks to right where you are standing at the well. He looks you in the eyes with compassion and understanding. After a moment, he speaks. If you knew the gift of God and who it is that asks you for a drink, you would ask me, and I would give you living water. Suddenly, you feel vulnerable. You feel really seen by Jesus, and it's a bit frightening. You sense some deeper spiritual message in his words, but you don't understand fully. You steer the conversation back to the surface, to the obvious. You say to Jesus, you've got no bucket and rope, and the well is very deep. Where can you get this living water? And now consider what in your life seems impossible to you right now, even for Jesus. With no bucket or rope, are you concerned that Jesus cannot reach your deepest troubles? Talk to Jesus about this now, as one friend to another.
Jesus continues to abide with you there at the well, desiring to be nowhere else but with you. Pointing to the well, he says everyone who drinks this water will get thirsty again. But anyone who drinks the water I will give will never be thirsty again. The water I give is like a flowing fountain that gives eternal life. And again, he says to you, everyone who drinks this water will get thirsty again. But those who drink the water I will give will never be thirsty again. The water I give is like a flowing fountain that gives eternal life. When you hear these words of Jesus, what do you feel? What is Jesus inviting you to? Now, take a moment to echo the Samaritan woman's words. Jesus, give me this water. Tell Jesus about areas in your life that are decaying or feel lifeless. Tell him the ways you feel unfree. Tell him how you need healing. Jesus for that living water for a situation in your life and imagine Jesus handing you a cup of life-giving water as you hear his loving gentle voice say take drink and never be thirsty again I invite you to come back together. I hope this experience grows in you throughout your day today and in the days to come. I hope it offers you more understanding of the depth of the well of God's love, of the reality of the deathless presence of Jesus and the gushing spring of the Holy Spirit's power living and working in you and through you for the sake of building up God's beloved community here on earth. Thanks be to God. Amen.